0: Do
1: you guys remember last week uh, Colin took us through a pretty difficult passage in the Gospel of Mark? And he was saying that, you know, that's why we, we preach through kind of verse by verse through books, because it makes us deal with some of the hard passages. And this week, yeah, because we are going verse by verse, we're going to be talking about another probably somewhat difficult passage. Because as we get into Mark chapter 10 this week, we're going to be looking at the topic, Jesus is addressing the topic of marriage and divorce. And I want to say two things uh, kind of as I begin this afternoon. The first thing is, is that as City Light, we are a non-denominational church. We have people from a lot of different church backgrounds in this church. And so what I'm going to be saying today is not necessarily the official position of City Light Church.
0: Uh, I am
1: doing just the best I can with the passage that I was given.
0: Uh, actually I was
1: given a different passage. Uh, Oh, yeah
0: before that but... but if
1: you remember a few weeks ago Colin felt led to share a different passage right? so everything so got switched up and now I'm sharing this passage today so... but the second thing I want to say to you guys is that when we you when we think about marriage Some of our greatest hopes and dreams are associated with marriage. And yet also for some of us, some of our greatest pain and sorrow is also associated with marriage. I would guess that almost every one of us in this room has probably been affected by divorce somehow.
0: uh And
1: whether that is that you yourself have walked through divorce, someone that you know has walked through divorce, maybe you grew up in in a home of divorces, we've probably all been affected by it somehow.
0: 你自己本来就是曾经有经历过认识父母 and
1: so as I'm going through the past day guys, my prayer just been I would be faithful to what the bible says but also just the sensitive just to what what's going on in our in our midst
0: today so的时候真的感在他里面可以让他可以从角度来说跟大家分享什么
1: I pray that just yeah as we leave this place today that we'll just we'll have God's heart we'll understand his heart more for how he wants us as a church to be able to walk this out in our
0: community alright so our passage
1: is Mark chapter 10 verses 1 through 12 and we're just gonna if you would if you stand together, we're gonna read, uh just we're gonna read verses one through five together this afternoon. And so yeah, let's just go ahead and we just reading first in English and then in Chinese. Alright, so in English it says, and he left there and went to the region of Judea and beyond the Jordan, and crowds gathered to him again. And again, as was his custom, he taught her. And Pharisees came up, and in order to test him, asked, is it lawful for a man to divorce his wife? He answered them, what did Moses command you? They said, Moses allowed a man to write a certificate of divorce and to send her away. And Jesus said to them, because of your hardness of heart, he wrote you this commandment.
0: Sure, and young trees, we
1: so as we look at this passage this afternoon, the first thing we're going to notice is in verse 1, the setting is quite important. It says that uh, Jesus, He left there, and that's talking about the region of Galilee, He left there and He went to the region of Judea and beyond the Jordan. And so this is marking kind of a change in the book Because we're actually moving now He's moving towards Jerusalem Towards the end of his life
0: Next slide But this
1: region called Beyond the Jordan it's, It's a place called Perea
0: 那什么是约旦以, 呃, 就是约旦以外呢,
1: and it's this, yeah, it's this green area over here, okay? And what's important about that, you guys, is that, that place was ruled by a guy named Herod Antipas. And and we've actually talked, we've heard about this guy before in the Gospel of Mark.
0: uh, If you guys
1: remember back to chapter 6 of the Gospel of Mark, Herod Antipas was a guy that he divorced his wife to marry his brother's
0: wife. And she had
1: divorced her husband to marry him. And in chapter 6, if we read about this guy named John the Baptist, and he had confronted Herod, and he had said, it's not right for you to take your brother's wife.
0: And, and historians
1: say that he was actually put in prison, John the Baptist was put in prison in a place called Macaris here, this this place down
0: here. 被西律王就是呃关在那个比利亚下面一点点有一个地方叫不知道中文。Yeah, that place. Okay, he's put in that place, right? And
1: he was not only put in prison there, but he was beheaded
0: there.他不只是被关在那里，他还在那边被。
1: so, so Jesus now is in the same place that John the Baptist was, okay? And verse 2 it says in, in Mark it says, and the Pharisees came up to him to test him and said, hey. Is it okay, is it lawful to divorce your wife? And so they are basically, they're trying to trap him here. This would not be the topic you want to talk about in this area right here. Because Jesus' cousin, he's actually had a relative who has been put in prison and died because of this very topic. And so in verse 3, Jesus says, I mean, very wisely, Jesus sort of responds to their question, with a question. He says, well, what did Moses command you?
0: And they
1: have to admit, they have to say, okay, well, there actually isn't a command, but they say, okay, Moses said he allowed, right? He says, they said, verse 4, they said, Moses allowed a man to write a certificate of divorce and to send her
0: away. Okay,
1: and when they say this, they're referring to this one passage in the book of Deuteronomy.
0: 是, 呃, the 这个生命纪, and there really was
1: one place in the five books of Moses that kind of dealt with this issue of divorce
0: 那生命纪其实就是, 呃, and it comes from here
1: Deuteronomy chapter 24 and it says, when a man marries or takes a wife and marries her,
0: if then he, she finds no favor
1: in his eyes because he has found some indecency, we'll talk about that in a second, some indecency in her, he writes her a certificate a divorce, puts her in her hand, sends her out of his house, she departs out of his house. If she goes and becomes another man's wife, and the latter man hates her, he writes her to get of divorce, puts it in her hand, sends her out of his house, or if the latter man dies, she's going to be his wife, then her former husband, who sent her away, may not take her again to be his wife.
0: 好 就是他裡面寫說人, thank you
1: very good. <laughs> All right, so so here's this whole
0: this kind of passage
1: in Deuteronomy 24 where Moses is saying okay. He basically is acknowledging this is going to happen when you divorce this is what you guys need to do. And sadly, you guys, during the time of Jesus, divorce was becoming more and more common.
0: One historian
1: that was a contemporary of Jesus used the equivalent like in English we say as easy as pie. He basically used the equivalent of saying like divorce is as easy as pie. Like if it was it was becoming very easy to get a divorce during this time.
0: 離婚就好像,
1: and so if you go back one slide, so basically the question was, so everyone knew that okay, you you know they were allowing for divorce, but the question was what what are the grounds? Why? Like what what gives me legitimate cause to divorce my
0: spouse?
1: And it's centered around these two words here in English, some indecency. That's what these the two words were that they were talking about. What is this indecency? Now this word indecency, okay? It's only used one other place in Moses. It's in the chapter right before. This is chapter
0: 23.
1: And, it, and this is kind of gross, okay? But it actually, the you know, other place it's used, it's talking about when someone... Um, how do I say this? When someone... Uh, I should have thought about this before. Uh, it's, it's when someone uses the bathroom outside. Okay?
0: Okay. And you go number two
1: outside.
0: I'm, I'm sorry
1: but this is what this talks about When you go number two and you don't cover it Like if you didn't cover it with a shovel That was called indecency Like it was, it was offensive, it was
0: gross So the question was you
1: know, If a, a husband found something offensive in his wife then he could, it says here, you he could put her away,
0: right? And during
1: Jesus' time, some of the rabbis were saying that that indecency was only if she was immoral, if she did something sexually immoral.
0: But other some of the other rabbis, some of the other teachers said actually
1: that some indecency can be anything. It can be a she like literally they said if she was if she was twirling in the streets and exposed her ankles, that was indecency, you can divorce her.
0: They
1: said, some of the rabbis said that actually if she burned your your meal, she burned dinner, that's indecency, you can divorce her. And so the question was, okay, so what is indecent? Like what what can I, what are, they're asking, you know, so basically when, when is it okay to put her away?
0: Alright,
1: and so the first thing we need to understand in this passage is that this passage is not saying... Is divorce allowable? That's not what we're actually addressing here. Because if you look at Matthew chapter
0: 19, verse 3, it actually
1: says in Matthew 19, 3, it says, Can you put her away for, for any cause? And so the question was is is not is it okay, but when is is it okay to do it for whatever reason I want, basically? Is it okay to divorce my spouse for any reason?
0: 是不是我可以合, 就是因为任何缘故, 呃, and so then, verse 5, you go to the
1: next slide, King. 好, next, next, next. Okay, go. and so then, verse 5, then Jesus said to them, Because of your hardness of heart, he wrote you this commandment.
0: And so they're saying, well, you know,
1: Moses said it was okay.
0: 那就是說, 哦,
1: and Jesus said, yeah, he said that because of your hard hearts. And as always, you guys, Jesus, he takes it away from the law and he takes it to our hearts. And he says, let's talk about our hearts for a
0: second. This,
1: the Greek word here, where he says the hardest of hearts, this word sclerocardia, it's like literally like you have this diseased hard heart. and basically what, what Jesus is saying is
0: because of man's
1: fallenness because of our hard hearts
0: he said that, that
1: that Moses knew that there would be divorce. Because of our fallenness, we always have the, the, this thing, we're always looking for what's indecent in somebody else. Because of our fallenness, it's always easy to kind of see what's offensive in that other person because of our fallenness it's always easier to think well maybe if i was just married to someone else because again the issue for these guys was is that if this if the man found something indecent in her then he could put her away
0: and church,
1: hear me. Our fallenness always tells us that the problem is out there. Our fallenness always tells us that the problem in our relationship is because of them.
0: And Jesus takes it right to the heart. And he
1: says, no, the problem is not something offensive in them. The problem is inside of our heart.
0: So, and, the,
1: and of course, hopefully, you, if you've been here long enough, you know that the only answer for that is the
0: gospel. The,
1: it is a changed heart. A heart that says, you know what, there is as much or more indecency in me than there is in my spouse or that person out there.
0: there there there. And when we realize that,
1: the shift moves from what they need to do. So my need for the gospel to come and to change me.
0: And so then what Jesus does next
1: is he just sort of masterfully what he does is he says, OK, yes, Moses allowed for divorce.
0: And what Jesus
1: is going to do in verses 6 through following you guys, it's so odd, is he's going to say, OK, yes, Moses allowed for, for divorce in the fifth book of Moses.
0: 就是說, 哦, but
1: let's go back to the first book of Moses and see what God's intention or what his plan for marriage always was.
0: And he
1: basically is saying which are you interested in Mr. Pharisee? 呃,
0: 就是, Are you interested in just knowing what
1: God allowed for divorce, or do you want to know what God intended for marriage? And what Jesus is trying to say to them is that, and, and if hopefully you can, just, you can hear what I'm saying, divorce was always an allowance, it was a provision for sin, not a solution for happiness.
0: 它其實今天想要分享的時候,離婚常常就是會有一個機會讓我們就是可以去犯罪,它並不是一個可以帶來快樂或是喜悅的方法。Divorce
1: was always it was a provision, it was an allowance in the book of Moses for sin, but it was never supposed to be a solution for happiness.
0: 就是離婚的事情是常常每一次都會帶到我們有機會去犯罪,允許我們去犯罪,並不是一個解決就是帶來快樂的方法。
1: and so then he goes at verses six and oh, four. He's going to give God's original purpose and His plan for marriage.
0: And in verses
1: six through eight, he's going to quote back to back two verses from Gen, uh, a verse from Genesis chapter one and a verse from Genesis chapter
0: two. So now he's gonna basically
1: the big picture of what he's gonna say. This is like this is God's from the very beginning, this has always been God's intention and purpose for marriage.
0: The
1: marriage, God's intention is to take two different people. Marriage is two different people becoming more one and one for life.
0: Not <laughs> one and one,
1: that doesn't make any sense. Becoming more and more one is what I wanted to say.
0: More <laughs> so, two
1: different people becoming more and more one for life. That has always been God's intention for marriage.
0: And so from verse 6, he says,
1: from, from the beginning of creation, God made them male and female.
0: So six节, says, and
1: so from the very beginning, God knew that in marriage, He was putting two different people together. And that ought to sort of kind of give us a little bit of a clue about what is God going for, what is he trying to do with marriage. God knew if you're married, God knew that your spouse would be different than you.
0: And some of
1: those differences we celebrate as awesome, right?
0: Especially when we
1: first get married, the differences are like, oh, so
0: awesome. <laughs> but then after
1: a while I realize some of those differences aren't so
0: awesome. And they I mean
1: they, all, they start to become indecent like they smell like they're just they're offensive to us
0: right I, I, remember, I mean if I can
1: share one just quick you know from my wife and I we've been married 22 years
0: and, uh, I have you know I can
1: be a very task-oriented person
0: uh, my
1: wife is a very people oriented person and when we first when I first met and I just thought that was the most beautiful look how she just loves people
0: <laughs> <laughs> and
1: it was, it was awesome
0: and then after we got married and
1: I started you know like I need to be somewhere at 330
0: uh, and Anna's not home yet I uh, uh, still
1: have the kids
0: and now I'm
1: late because she's with somebody I guess they're crying or something I don't know what they're doing <laughs> <laughs> Anna,
0: 就是还在跟别人在, 在联络啊, 在, that thing that was so awesome
1: now is a little bit offensive to me
0: And of course the question is
1: what happens in our hearts when we start to notice something that we feel like is indecent or offensive in the other person. And so God knew, I mean it says from the beginning He made the male and female. God intentionally takes two people who are different
0: He puts them together. Okay, but not only that, look at
1: the the next verse, look what's supposed to happen.
0: Verse 7, he quotes
1: Genesis chapter 2.
0: He says, therefore
1: a man shall leave his father and mother and hold fast to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. And so the marriage bond, he says a man's gonna supposed to leave his father and mother. The marriage bond is supposed to be the closest relationship you have here on earth.
0: And I,
1: over the years, I have noticed that this is not always the case.
0: According
1: to the Bible, I am supposed to feel closer to my wife. Than I do to my
0: parents. And maybe for some people
1: that's not so hard. But but even according to the Bible, actually I'm I'm supposed to feel closer to my wife than I do to my
0: kids.
1: If I feel a stronger, you guys listen to me, if I feel a stronger attachment to my kids than I do to my spouse, something is out of
0: order. Because Jesus
1: is saying that we leave father and mother, we leave all of the other relationships, we cleave to our spouse, this is supposed to be the strongest bond that we have here on earth.
0: There, there
1: are lots of reasons for divorce, we're obviously not going to talk about all of those.
0: 他今天不会带神经, there are a lot of divorces
1: that take place after the kids have left the house, and it's because that that marriage relationship was not the strongest relationship in the family. So if you are married here today, you guys, when you think about your spouse, that should be the closest relationship that you have here on earth.
0: Because
1: verse 7 says, we not only leave our father and mother, but he holds fast to his wife.
0: The the
1: Greek word where it talks about holding fast is actually literally means to glue to, to join oneself to, to to stick to, that's the word that's being used here. So in marriage, God takes two different people and he intends for them to become glued together, to be stuck together, to become one.
0: (laughs) And so the idea, guys, if
1: I can if I can just put this down for a second. If you kind of imagine it like this,
0: okay?
1: That this, this, this marriage is not just two people doing life together.
0: this marriage is not just two people doing life together.
1: It's two people that are joining to each other. They're they're becoming one. That's what marriage in the Bible is supposed to look like. And the two will become one flesh, it says. So, So listen, you guys. God's plan and purpose for marriage is not simply to create a safe place for children to grow up.
0: I mean that's
1: good right but that's not the only that's not the main reason God gives us
0: marriage
1: God's plan and purpose for marriage is not two people just living together and sharing the same house. God's plan and purpose for marriage is not even two people just getting along and both of them are just kind of happy and growing individually. God's plan and purpose for marriage is two people, again, if you picture it like this, growing together. Becoming more like the other person. And now why does God intend that? Why does he why does he do that? What's the purpose? Why does he why does he intend that for marriage? Because when God gave marriage in Genesis chapter 2, he said, I'm giving you a picture.
0: I'm giving you a picture of something
1: that is is even more significant. Next slide. And Paul in the Gospel or the Gospel, the book of Ephesians, he's gonna quote this same verse, Genesis chapter 2 verse 24 in Ephesians 5.
0: 那其实呢, 在圣经里面,
1: and so Paul says in Ephesians 5, therefore, a man shall leave his father and mother, hold fast to his wife, the two shall become one flesh. And then he says, verse two, this mystery is profound, and I am saying it refers to Christ and the church.
0: 就是里面写说, 为了这个缘故,
1: and so what Paul is saying is that thousands of years even before Christ came God gave marriage to be a picture that it was pointing to Jesus and the church. And if you think about that for a second, guys, think about the relationship of Christ to the church.
0: How do we come into relationship with Jesus? He has to give
1: us new hearts. He has to do something in us, right?
0: But he doesn't just give us
1: new hearts and then say, "Okay, okay, good. Go have fun." He gives us new hearts and then and then God intends for us to become more and more like his son.
0: That we are supposed to become
1: more and more like Christ, more and more one with Christ.
0: I mean
1: think about this what is the goal of your relationship with Christ.
0: 那我们想一下, is it just to get
1: along and hope That you don't
0: offend him Is it just
1: to be kind of good citizens and raise healthy
0: families? no, the purpose,
1: you guys, of our relationship is to become more like Christ. To become more one with Christ. And that's why marriage is a picture. That's why Paul can say that this thing back in Genesis is referring to Christ in the church. It's a picture.
0: And so Jesus
1: tells us marriage is a place for me to become unified, to become one with my
0: spouse,
1: not just getting along, but becoming more and more like each other. And then he says in verse 9, uh, go back one slide through okay. it. Then he says in verse
0: 9,
1: then he says, so what therefore God has joined together, let not man separate.
0: you okay, notice he says,
1: he does not say it's impossible to separate. He says, actually, what therefore God is doing together, let not man separate.
0: So, hardness of heart
1: allows for separation. But God's heart calls for
0: permanent, ever growing commitment and trust. And
1: the really good news for us this
0: afternoon, is that if God has
1: joined us together, then we can trust if it's God that joined us together then we can and should trust that He wants to empower us to stay together
0: Next slide Think
1: about Philippians Next slide Philippians chapter 1 verse 6 you guys
0: Paul tells us that he
1: who began a good work in us will bring it to completion at the day of Jesus Christ. Next slide. You guys, the gospel is not that God gives us a new heart and it says, okay, now I'll go try a little heart. It's not that God gives us new hearts; says now you finish. He doesn't just clean our hearts you guys, He gives us new hearts.
0: And the
1: gospel is that He promises to empower us to live the kind of lives we're supposed to live.
0: Alright, so then finally guys in verses
1: ten
0: to twelve.
1: Next slide. So it says, so then after Jesus says this, it says, in the house, the disciples asked him again about this matter.
0: Okay, next,
1: if you just go to the next one? again, why did, they, why did they probably ask this question in the house? Why did they want to get a little more clarity in the house? Because this was not smart to talk about this in this area at this time, right? This was something you probably thought, hey, can we just, can we just do this privately,
0: please? And so then Jesus lays it out
1: very clearly, he says, whoever divorces his wife marries another commits adultery against her, and if she divorces her husband marries another, she commits
0: adultery. as I read about these guys, what they said is that in Judaism,
1: it was very uncommon. It was very uncommon for a Jewish woman to divorce her husband. That was not very common. And so when Jesus says this, he probably the context is they probably he's talking about Herod and Herodias. He's talking about Herod Antipas and his Brother's wife,
0: Herodias.
1: And both of these people had divorced their spouse so that they could be with somebody
0: else.
1: And so most likely, here in verses 11 and 12, what Jesus is talking about is divorce with the intent to marry somebody else. So it's basically the idea that I'm not happy, this isn't working for me, and someone else would probably make me happy.
0: And Jesus
1: is saying divorce for the sake of remarriage for the sake of I'll be happier with someone else
0: is
1: adultery and sin like we said I said earlier, divorce was always an allowance for sin it was never a solution for happiness
0: Okay, now you guys, obviously, there's lots of other
1: scriptures. If we wanted to talk about everything the Bible says about divorce, we cannot do it in 45 minutes here on a Sunday afternoon.
0: afternoon.
1: But what we find here is that there are two things I think we just need to sort of remember as we're kind of thinking that we're going to move into just a moment of just kind of thinking about some application for us. Is that Jesus is always, as we kind of think, well, is this allowed? Is this allowed? Is this allowed? As is, is they were doing that,
0: we were kind of trying to see
1: how far out can we get, right? And Jesus is always trying to take us back to that place of saying, actually, would we just go more and more for His heart? And at least in this passage, Jesus is not trying to talk about all the things that we can possibly sort of say that, well, this is why divorce is okay.
0: 哦, 就是怎么解释, 就是说这个, 哦, he's,
1: he's saying to his people, he's saying, Would you look and say, Okay, what is God's heart and would we go for what God's intention and his purpose is in marriage?
0: His purpose
1: in marriage is that we would we would
0: reflect,
1: we would understand. We would live in the gospel. That's what he intends.
0: Alright, so uh, if you have the worship team, I just want
1: to have just a, a, a few things just to kind of think about it as we think about application.
0: For us as City like Church, how
1: do we model the gospel in our relationships and I want to I just say something to the singles that are with us, I want to say something to the marrieds are with us, and I want to say something if people here have experienced divorce. If you are not married, maybe you're listening to this and you're like, well I'm single, this doesn't apply to me.
0: And I would ask
1: you this question In your relationships right now as a single Do we more often see what's offensive in the other person Or do we first look at our own hearts
0: 别的不好,别的什么话,还是你们想要先看自己的。Because
1: this is not just a marriage thing, this is just a gospel
0: thing。但因为这不, 不只是婚姻的问题, and you
1: can think about the last time maybe you had a conflict with somebody or the next time you have a conflict with
0: someone just
1: ask yourself am I, am I looking at my own heart or am I just looking at what's offensive in that other person because the gospel always wants to come and change us from the inside and not Deal with what's offensive out there.
0: For, the, for those of us who are married in this room,
1: we have to ask ourselves this, this you know uh, very real question Does my marriage reflect the gospel? There are our marriages, you guys can see that church are our marriages modeling biblical marriage. And what I felt like I was supposed to specifically ask our
0: marriage is this question, are we just are we growing together or are we just existing together in our marriages? Are we
1: growing together? Are we becoming
0: more and more one
1: or are we just existing together?
0: The meaning of marriage is becoming one.
1: And so I would ask that this week you would check in with your spouse.
0: And that you
1: would commit by the power of the gospel to say, I want to grow together, I want to, not, not together, I want to grow together with you. And ask the Lord this week together, Lord, how can we grow more and more one? And if you have
0: experienced
1: divorce, first thing I want to say is that divorce is not the unforgivable sin. And not the unforgivable sin sometimes it's talked about that way but I do not believe that that's
0: biblical
1: but for us now going forward, will we we'll need voices that will that will share the message what the Bible holds up for biblical marriage? And now the Bible empowers us.
0: Wow. The gospel empowers us to
1: live out what those kind of these relationships are supposed to look like together. Alright, so I want to pray for us.
0: And then we're going to move
1: into a time of communion. Father, I thank you for your word. Lord, I thank you that uh, when we think about marriage,